0: Hey friends, Rich here from Unseminary. Listen, you know, when you're doing a large project, like let's say you want to do something in your backyard and and, you know, you could do it by yourself, uh, but you know what I found when I do that and I don't think I'm the only one who's listening in where this is the case. If I do that in the long term, I'm going to spend more money and take so much more time. If I did it myself, what I really should do is bring in a professional, get some people involved who know what they're actually doing. And it's really not any different if you're planting a church or launching a new campus. Church planters who focus on building their core team, that is what you are called to do. And partner with the portability experts at Portable Church Industry; they'll hit the ground running. Listen, you are not called to the wires and gadgets and cases game. You're called to building up a team, releasing core volunteers. I've said this time and again, The Success factor of campuses is the size and quality and health of the volunteer core. You can guarantee that everything else when it comes to going portable, really, you do need to talk with our friends at Portable Church Industries. Yes, you could do it all yourself, but why would you? You do not want to do that. Your volunteers will feel invested in, they'll give more, and they will thrive. Listen, if you're thinking of launching a campus or a church in the next six to 36 months, I encourage you to reach out to portablechurch.com forward slash unseminary. Again, that's if you're thinking of launching in the next six to 36 months, reach out to portablechurch.com forward slash unseminary today. Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform
1: and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.
0: Well, hey friends, welcome to the Unseminary podcast. So glad that you have decided to tune in. Super honored to have Dino Rizzo with us today. He's the executive director of ARC, the Association of Related Churches. Uh, If you don't know ARC, man, this is an incredible movement. It was started in 2000 by six pastors, and one of them's on our show today, Dino, and has grown to be really a, a preeminent church planting organization and really leadership support organization. They've launched, I think at the last count, over a thousand churches in the last 20 years, which is amazing amazing. And they just keep it going. They, they not only uh, launch, but support churches. They have just all kinds of um, you know, great helps for churches. And they really have a focus on churches reaching unchurched folks. And so I just really love ARC. We love uh, that whole community. So Dino, welcome to the show. So glad you're here.
2: Thanks, Rich. I always enjoy it and uh, love last time we had a conversation and appreciate your listeners and all those that are, that are making a difference.
0: No, it's so good. You know, why don't you fill out the picture for us? Kind of give us a, you know, the Dino Rizzo story arc, and you're also involved in leadership at Church of the Highlands. So kind of fill out the picture for us a little bit.
2: Well, you know, you know, like everybody that that has had an encounter with Christ, you're, you're just such a debtor to what God has done in your life. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always felt that way. You know, mm-hmm. I was reached through outreach. I was not raised in church. Uh, mm-hmm. A little small church in Dillon, South Carolina made nice. a move towards me when I was working at uh, at the beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And uh, mm-hmm. so church did an outreach. It impacted my heart. I ended up in a church, you mm-hmm. know, got to go to Bible college, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which was a shocker, it, mm-hmm. involved with student ministry. I've always loved student ministry. My yep. wife and I planted a church. We we planted a church in 92. And mm-hmm. so during that time, you just, man, you need resources. You need help. You need mm-hmm. some training. You need some how-tos. And there wasn't that many. So we had the ability to help church planters uh we wanted to do that. And through that process, uh, a good friend of mine, Billy Hornsby, who's Chris Hodges' mm-hmm. father-in-law, came to me along with Greg Surratt, who pastors mm-hmm. at guys So, what mm-hmm. if we came together and trained church planters to launch churches and, mm-hmm. and uh do all we can can to, to champion them? And mm-hmm. so that's been, you know, and I was pastoring a church, pastor mm-hmm. church in Baton Rouge for 20 years, mm-hmm. and then have been doing this now in Birmingham with ARC. We we just launched our 1030. One church, <laughs> just <laughs> love it. a few weeks ago, and then I get to serve at Church of the Islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Chris Hodges; he's a dear friend. Mm-hmm. Pastor Chris has just been a—he's mm-hmm. just the real deal. And mm-hmm. uh, and then all the lead team and all the churches that support ARC and people mm-hmm. like yourself that help us champion this idea to train a church planter, where they can go in and launch a church, mm-hmm. and then to be just some just be older brothers to them and just mm-hmm. cheer mm-hmm. them on as mm-hmm. they go about their journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. You know, I uh, you know just want to honor you and what you know what God's done through your leadership and your f- group of friends who over the years have made a huge difference. You know, there are not a lot of people who you, you know I you can point to and say, "Hey, you know, they were catalytic in a movement of God," and you are definitely one of those people. So uh, it's really our honor to have you on today and and to kind of tap your brain a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I just love what you're, you know, what you're up to. But you know, you talk to church leaders a lot. You engage with a lot of church leaders. I, I, a part of what I love about Arc, we actually had Greg on, Pastor Greg on, a couple episodes ago. So it was, it's been good to kind of connect with our Arc friends again. And one of the things I love about Arc is. Um, and, and you've just heard it, friends. You guys bleed loving leaders. Like the, the impression I get from you is like, wow, like those people love leaders. Like they love church leaders. You want to help. And you talk to a lot of church leaders. You engage with a lot of leaders. What are some of the questions or conversations you seem to be having regularly with leaders in this season that you kind of keep bumping up against as you're engaging with them?
2: Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a unique season. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we had a lot of conversations during COVID about how mm-hmm. do you make it? How are we going to survive? Mm-hmm uh you know how do you how do you how do you deal with the fallout of everything that's happening in our world a lot of mm-hmm. pain in our world a lot of trauma mm-hmm. a lot of hurt and so mm-hmm. you're trying to help people find healing and mm-hmm. find health uh mm-hmm. leaders uh mm-hmm. people who lead churches people who lead college groups small groups worship leaders on and on so we're doing mm-hmm. you know you do everything you can to help them And i know you know I've i've had my journey i've had my mm-hmm. painful seasons there's been times that mm-hmm. You know, that that I I was not where I needed to be. And so those mm-hmm. are tough times. I think everybody is evaluating, you know, is their soul healthy? Is their mm-hmm. spirit full? You look around at a world, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on. We've seen things recently in the church that mm-hmm. is that are that is painful. And mm-hmm. you've got to just kind of decide what your outlook's gonna be. So mm-hmm. you're right. I spend a lot of time on the phone with pastors and, mm-hmm. and planters and just friends. Just trying to help them to have an outlook from God's word, from Mm -hmm. what Jesus has done. I really am old school. We look to Jesus. We look to his word, the worship, prayer, friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, the world is very complicated. Church Mm -hmm. can be very complicated. Leadership Mm -hmm. gets complicated. You can get Mm -hmm. hurt. You can get Mm -hmm. disillusioned. Mm -hmm. I try to bring some things back to the simple gospel Mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Serving people and mm-hmm. trying my best to stay healthy uh, through what I've learned through grace and mercy.
0: Mm-hmm. What would be some of those signs as you're talking to a leader that you'd say, "Hmm, you know, it's it. This person may need their outlook kind of refocused on Jesus or like realigned." Maybe you're in a conversation and you know the call it, you know, you, you get a prompting for the spirit or you're mm, like, you're, Hey, there's, there's, I need to lean in here. What would be some of those kind of telltale signs of like, Ooh, here's, here's a conversation I need to, to, to maybe sure. help someone in this season. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, Rich, a lot of times I can hear it because I've, I've walked through it myself. It's okay. sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I know, you know, I know, you
0: mm-hmm.
2: know you're not in a good space because there's been times I've not been in a good space. Yes. And yeah. uh, so you're looking for frustration. You're looking for anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking for negative. You know when mm-hmm. when we go negative, when we go critical, mm-hmm. when we when mm-hmm. we're frustrated beyond uh, that is healthy. When we mm-hmm. all of a sudden you know everything is bad. You know mm-hmm. we, we believe the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know it, it, now we're focusing on everything that's not working. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, how about what we don't have?
0: And, mm-hmm. and you begin
2: to, you can hear that in someone's conversation.
0: That's so true. And I think yeah.
2: you're listening for that. Or you're looking for the signs that, that someone is unhealthy or that mm-hmm. they're not in a, in a good place. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to bring them to a place of understanding that, hey, you know, you're not a human doing. You're a human being. Mm,
1: it's so not good. about
2: what you produce. It's not about what you perform. You know, mm-hmm. God didn't call us to be celebrities or producers. God called us to be his children. So mm-hmm. sometimes you got to bring it all back to the, to the base of mm-hmm. I am loved. I am seen, I am noticed, and I'm cared for, and mm-hmm. I'm grateful to do anything I can for our Savior today. Whatever right. that may be, I'm just mm-hmm. thankful for it. And, and you know how it is, everybody's comparing today. You compare mm-hmm. yourself, and that's such a poison. So you're just trying to get such guys, say, right? Look at the field that you're in. Here's mm-hmm. where God has you. He's right. responsible for your usefulness.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Settle in on that.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I love that. One of the things that I would say is a hallmark of arc is it does seem like a great network of friends. It's people who even just how it started and how it's continued. But there's a lot of leaders that are isolated who f- do feel like they're on their own, like they're, they don't know anybody that they can talk to about what's going on in their world. What would you say to a leader that's in that spot today that, that feels a little bit disconnected, that feels like, hey, I, I don't have somebody I could, I don't, I don't have an overseer I could call to kind of wrestle through these issues. How, 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 do, we, how do we fix that?
2: Well, it's it, isolation is a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 you you think when you're alone in your thoughts, you can come to the <laughs> wrong conclusions.
0: Yeah, so it's true.
2: just every man, every woman, a couple mm-hmm. can a person on a mm-hmm. staff, mm-hmm. Uh, an XP, mm-hmm. uh, a worship leader, when mm-hmm. you just get alone in your thoughts. So mm-hmm. I would encourage people to, you know, to know that man, you you can't you can't let that thing boil over too much. You can't mm-hmm. let that thing illuminate too mm-hmm. much in your spirit when you're when you feel lonely, when you feel forgotten, when you mm-hmm. feel overlooked, when you are when your heart when there's you're disheartened about your leadership or mm-hmm. somebody else's mm-hmm. leadership. Hey, someone's let you down.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Man, I'll tell you, I went through a season of my life where a leader let me down, and then mm-hmm. I, I as a leader, I've let people down. Yeah, and you know mm-hmm. you're you're trying to get a person back that you're not alone. You're mm-hmm. not the only one who's ever done this. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called the Holy Spirit. <laughs> there are mature people that can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Don't let it stew,
1: mm-hmm. and just
2: realize that, man, you, you're going to be okay. You'll get through this.
1: Mm-hmm. We will mm-hmm. get
2: through this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, and and then really, you have to seek it out. I, right. I, to, to ha- I've got some good friends in my life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I've had to I've had to fertilize them. Mm-hmm. I've had to dig around them. I've had to text. I can't sit back and say, why ain't nobody texting me? Why ain't anybody hitting me up? I'm going to text a friend. I'm going to call a friend and I'll get on a plane and go see somebody when Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to do that. So I've Mm -hmm. always, I've always tried to be proactive in that.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I love that. That's a great encouragement for folks today that even, Hey, if you feel isolated, like you, you know, the ball's in your court, you got to Pick up the phone or, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've said in other contexts, a great place to find those contacts is to scroll to the bottom of your text because there's people that you haven't texted in a long time. And it's like, who are some of those people down there that, you know, you need to re-engage with. You got to ju- jump in again and say, hey, what, you know, how are you doing? What's going on in, uh, you know, in your world? You know, I'd love to pivot and talk about community service a little bit. I know this is a passion for you, mobilizing people in our churches to, you know, get out of their seats into the streets, making a difference, doing things to actually, you know, to to make our communities more like heaven, to make our communities more like what, what God wants them to be like. Um, that's been a part of your story. That's been a part of your encouragement over the years. Does that still work today? Is that the kind of thing we should still be doing? Is that like, or is that just like an old idea that like we need to leave that back behind?
2: I think it works more than ever because people are hurting and right. there's such a, a deficiency of so many things mm. in people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the depression, the anxiety, the trauma is on, is on the rise. The uh, hey, food, food challenges in certain communities mm. reduced mm-hmm. opportunities in certain people groups. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of pain, a lot of fear, mm-hmm. a lot of shortage of a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's ever been a more important time for us to to lift up our head. And, you know, a lot of times that's the answer out of your own depression. Mm-hmm. That's the answer out of your own pain is, you know, they talk about these these things of depression and, and anxiety. that so mm-hmm. often one of the ways is, mm-hmm. is serving someone else. And so Mm -hmm. I think there's such healing to that in your own heart. And so lifting up our head, noticing what's going on around us. We get so into our our thing, our world, noticing Mm -hmm. that there's pain and there's challenge and there's a neighbor, there's a people group, there's a nursing home,
0: there's Mm -hmm. a school
2: that's being challenged. There's somebody Mm -hmm. that's overworked. There's a widow. There's a single mom. And, and let's engage. And, you mm-hmm. know, sure, we can give them food. We can put food mm-hmm. baskets together. We can mm-hmm. put a care kit together. We can cut mm-hmm. the grass. But you know what else we can do? We can sit, listen, and talk to somebody.
1: Mm, and so, so all good. those
2: ways are ways to serve. And I think, Rich, one of the things that, that's been happening is, you know, because I talked to so many church planters, Guys mm-hmm. that are going into new cities. I mean, we're we're parachuting yeah. in a city. And <laughs> yes. you know, I'm starting a church. I'm, I yep. can't wait to preach. I can't wait to have my mm-hmm. first service. Yes. And, and so it's kind of twofold because I'm always talking to church planners. Hey, before you have your first service,
1: mm-hmm.
2: serve the city. Yes.
1: You're not there to so build true. a
2: church. You're mm-hmm. there to make that city better. Mm-hmm. And then that goes right into just humanity. Mm-hmm. There is no peace there is no fulfillment when you just live your life in me, myself, and I.
0: So true. Yeah,
2: you got to move from that, and mm-hmm. so helping people have ideas and discover ways to engage their community. And I really believe it's Still, I think you can't grow a church right without eventually engaging your city.
0: No, I totally agree. You know, longtime listeners will know that that's a definitely been a thread through our podcast. It's it's something we talk about pretty consistently in our coaching around you know churches when you th- you know around how do we see the kind of engagement with our community serving our community as really key one of the keys to you know growing our church when you think about the from a church planning point of view there's so much you can do like there's you know gosh like i i i always say to church planners I, man like you are like you're going to have this giant home in heaven because they just are incredible what they've done what they do consistently but but looking to kind of serve in the community getting trying to mobilize your people to make a difference in practical ways in in your community whatever that language looks like f- for you um it it feels like that could fall to the bottom of the list pretty easily it could be like wow there's so much else to do sure. do you see that or have you seen that be a critical piece of Church plants that make it or church plants that thrive—is there a connection between those two? Uh, you know, have you seen that as like a, a pattern that consistently has happened there? It, kind of talk to us about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I, w- I would for sure think that. I would. There's a guy right now that's planting a church, Mayo Sowell in mm-hmm. Atlanta in a cool mm-hmm. little. There's great. Some, there's some great churches in Atlanta. He's found mm-hmm. a little spot there in Sandy Springs called mm-hmm. Live Church, where mm-hmm. he launches in. I think it's September 18th. He's mm-hmm. having his first outreach
0: tomorrow. Love it. Tomorrow. Love
2: it. Tomorrow. He's a yeah. couple of months away from launching, but yes. he's going to launch a church. He's going to do an outreach. He's, and yeah. I, I told him, I said, why so early? He said, I want to know the community.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to know mm-hmm. them.
2: And I want us to be known mm-hmm.
1: that we care mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're
2: there. And so I think it's the heart of God mm-hmm. that we care for our, our city. I think Jesus is the example we serve because mm-hmm. Jesus did. And Mm -hmm. then I think once you get the heart of God, I'm glad I'm in this city. I love my city. I love these people. Then Mm -hmm. you got to do something that I call crack the code. You got to figure out what are the needs there Mm because every city Mm -hmm. is different in their needs. Every it's not a one size fits all. It's not a rubber Mm -hmm. stamp. There Mm -hmm. just every you know what's happening in Boston is not what's happening in Beaumont. That's not Mm -hmm. what's happening in Spokane. So there are different. There's pain and struggle and challenge Mm -hmm. different in all so you've got to crack the code and figure that out and then you begin to provide an opportunity hey we're going to do an outreach on saturday hey mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to get together and we're going to we've seen a need we've we've identified a need and mm-hmm. so we're going to, we're going to select a day to do an outreach we're going to, mm-hmm. going to get some leaders together come on bring those weed eaters you know bring that, yes. that bucket over here we're going to car wash and then you know and you just go and mm-hmm. and you know it's awesome what i've seen happen mm-hmm. is is it becomes a part of the celebration Yes, it becomes a part of the culture that we yep. care, we know right. this, and we love. Mm-hmm. I just think mm-hmm. it's the heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm always thrown off and excited when I read this verse Acts 10:38. Mm-hmm. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power,
1: mm-hmm. and how
2: he went about doing good
1: mm, and so good. healing
2: all who were oppressed by the devil. And God was with them. It may Mm. be, Rich, my favorite scripture, because it just shows you that there was power Mm -hmm. and there was service and there was
0: blessing on this. Yeah, it's the proclamation and demonstration, right? It's like those two go hand in hand, right? And how, you know, if we do one without the other, it, it loses its, it loses it. We're not, we're not living the kind of life, you know, Jesus wants us to live. You know, we have a lot of um, executive pastor types who listen in on the podcast, and you know, they might be listening in you know, there are a couple thousand person church and they're saying like, we don't really do anything like that. That's not really our, our deal. We're good at like services. We're good at getting people into boxes and doing that stuff, but we don't mobilize our people. Talk to us from a church, church of the highlands point of view around what's it look like to mobilize people at a larger scale. So not from a church, you know, a church plant point of view, but yeah. like, I know this is a big part of what God's doing at church of the highlands. Talk to us about what that looks like. Cause if you guys can do it, sure. A church of a couple thousand could do it. Talk talk to us about that. Right.
2: Well, I mean, uh, the heart of Pastor Chris is to empower people to make a difference. So mm-hmm. we want to give them the, those opportunities. So we, mm-hmm. we do a thing called Serve Day. It's in July. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. churches do love weeks, and they do it in the mm-hmm. spring. or the fall. They're just, mm-hmm. some, you know, at Christmas. So, you know, that we mm-hmm. we're doing Giving Hope or the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to provide an opportunity
1: where mm-hmm. there's
2: an all call. Mm-hmm. They say about 11% of the body of Christ has an outreach bent. So, if you have a church of two hundred, there's mm-hmm. a couple in there that already think about bikes for children, right. helping those that are have that that maybe are elderly, mm-hmm. and thinking about what's going on in mm-hmm. the unreached people groups. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just they're all it's already in them, and some people yep. already have that bent there in their profession. They're a nurse, mm-hmm. and they're a social worker, they're yep. a care provider, mm-hmm. uh, they, they work at a treatment center. These mm-hmm. wonderful people that that serve humanity all day long. So mm-hmm. normally in a church, if you're a church of 2000, you're an XP, you've got some people there already doing this. Yes, You're trying to harness that with an all call.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then from there, we're going to identify leaders and we're going to start doing some consistent things. Right, We're consistently, mm-hmm. we are there. Because right. I don't mm-hmm. think it's about one and done or we've mm-hmm. come in to rescue the city in this right. one day. No, 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 no. We're building culture. And for us, our number one way that we've created is through small groups. Mm -hmm. We have small groups that have outreach bent. But really every uh, small group, even though it may be curriculum based, Mm -hmm. it may be providing pastoral care. Mm -hmm. There is an element of compassion. Mm -hmm. We just feel like that's a part of it. So it's Mm -hmm. small groups. And then we Mm -hmm. try to find some things that are kind of consistent or, Sustainable serves hey we 're going yep. we 're going to partner with the food pantry we 're mm-hmm. going to partner with you know those that uh, do Habitat for humanity and we 're going right. to do this on a regular basis or right. we 're going to start a food pantry mm-hmm. we 're going to figure right. out a way to work with yeah, the make a difference 're struggling mm-hmm. et cetera et cetera
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I love that so just to underline what you said there, I love this idea of Yeah, there's going to be times where we do all calls, we kind of get everybody and I want to talk to you about that in a second. But then we we kind of mirror that with consistent things we're doing maybe throughout the year. Talk to us about the all call. Why is it important? Why do you because it's a ton of effort and energy. I've sat on the sidelines and watched what you guys do with serve day like I'm like that it's gives me a headache thinking about it. Uh, Why is that important? What's the drive to get as many people as possible who are connected to the church out and doing something?
2: Because I just think there's going to be a a void and a gap in their life. Everybody Mm -hmm. is busy. Mm -hmm. Everybody can be narcissistic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody can be consumed in their own pain. So we're Mm -hmm. trying to create a day out of the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know you may not be called to it. It may not be your thing. Mm -hmm, But we're mm -hmm. all going to go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm -hmm. All of us are. And probably two-thirds of our church will come out and be a part of that. And then, and what happens is a lot of time, somebody all of a sudden, man, they they get the itch.
1: Mm -hmm, They didn't know that
2: was their gift. Oh, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. this is what I've been born to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's an amazing thing how it's a catalyst, but then it Mm -hmm. creates some capacity.
0: Yeah, I love it. And friends, I've seen the mechanics of that in our own church, you know, four or 5,000 people. We will, when we do these big outreaches, um, man, it is a fertile ground for recruiting into the rest of what we do. So we deliberately will say to our team leader type people, you're going to lead something on these all call days. You're going to be, but this is a time to make a bunch of relationships with people, to find new folks who could get plugged into other areas. And it's amazing what awakens in people um, as they, uh, you know, as they serve and get out in front of folks. Talk to me about what, I, with a little more detail around what, what you're encouraging your small groups to do. I love that, that a part of the small group experience is having a compassion bent. Uh, what does that actually look like? How does, how do you, how are you working that out with your groups?
2: Well, we do three, we do three semesters of small groups. We do a fall semester, that's yep. you know, 12 weeks, 10, 12, mm-hmm. 14 weeks, spring mm-hmm. semester. Our summer semester of small groups is six weeks long because mm-hmm. everybody's busy. Everybody's going to the yep. lake, going to the beach, uh, yep. going to the mountains but we end it with the serve day.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: it ends with that. Uh, Every okay, small okay. group That's cool. then gets to identify. So we give them curriculum and we, we've got curriculum. We'll talk about this resource, mm-hmm. but more importantly, mm-hmm. they get to decide as a small group, Hey, there's a neighbor down the street who mm-hmm. man, they, they've gone through some things. There's mm-hmm. a sickness. There's a disability. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a, there's a pain. Let's go mm-hmm. fix their yard let's go repair their backyard. Hey, there's a school down the street. The playground mm-hmm. is jacked up. Let's go <laughs> fix that playground. Hey, yeah, yeah. there's, a, there's a, a halfway house that is in our community that needs to be painted. You know, mm-hmm. Let's go over there and, and serve those precious people that are mm-hmm. trying to you know find freedom in their life and trying to do mm-hmm. better things. And so you're just trying to find ways to yep. be a blessing. And so that is very small group driven. And again, let me say, I thank God for the big event. I love how it's organized. It's always better when it's organic like that through people, mm-hmm. through That's leaders so that get a hold mm-hmm. of this. And you know, the other thing, it's even better when people make a decision every day that I'm going to notice what others don't notice. I'm going to mm-hmm. see what other people don't see. I'm going to hear what other people don't hear. And I'm going to be a blessing today. People may say, Dino, that's cheesy. That's Mother Teresa. You're a do-gooder. But I'm telling you, we're living in a world right now, a lot of hate, a lot of shade, a lot Mm -hmm. of disappointment. I think one of the greatest things we could do right now is get up in the morning as a pastor, Mm -hmm. as a staff person, as a Mm -hmm. church planner. I'm going to bless someone. I'm going to be a blessing today. Mm -hmm. I've been doing a thing in um, drive-through windows Mm-hmm. And I've just been doing a little thing that I just let them keep the change. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. you they're know, not yeah. four cents, but I'm trying to, uh, you know, if, if the meal's $4, I'm trying to give $10. Yeah. And, yep. and I'm just telling, hey, man, you keep that change. I'm right, going right. to bless you. And yep. I'm, you know, I'm a big old dude and I don't care. I'm Italian. I say, hey, man, don't, <laughs> you know, hey, man, God loves you. God cares about you.
0: Mm. And
2: again, I think that is better than nothing.
0: Right. Right.
2: Right. I mean, just something. A cup of water in Jesus' name.
0: Yeah, so true. It's
2: better than a great idea that's never released.
0: Yeah, it's you know, so intentions true.
2: Intentions don't don't do anything. The intentions is not going to dig a well. Mm-hmm. A good intention is not going to give out groceries into Ukraine right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, an idea that hey man, I'm going to support Samaritan's Purse or I'm going to support mm-hmm. of Hope as mm-hmm. they're distributing groceries in Ukraine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now that makes a difference. So it's, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that's I think that's for leaders.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, talk to me about that piece, the modeling piece. I, I can imagine that, you know, this idea of of being a blessing, you know, being, you know, offering practical help into a community, it's gotta Be at the core leadership level, right? We've got to feel that as senior leaders. If we don't feel that, it's it's not like we can outsource that, or it's not going to go far if we just give it to somebody who's one of those eleven percent who's already convinced. It's like we've got to own this. Is that true, or or you know, what's our role as a senior leader in trying to see this as a value of our churches?
2: Yeah, you you have to model it. I mean, I know we do our serve days. Pastor Chris is out front, man. He's leading the prayer. He's mm-hmm. visiting those places. He's encouraging mm-hmm. people. He's mm-hmm. connecting, hearing people's stories. Uh and think, you know, that's that's with any good leader. It's like you can't have worship in a church if the, the senior leadership is not worshiping. You right. know, you're not gonna have transparency in a church if the senior leader's not walking in tra- integrity. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're you're not gonna have a giving church if the if the team is not giving. I mean, yes. That's not yeah, gonna yeah. happen. We have to model those things in our life right. as right. as staff as mm-hmm. leaders, as planters, mm-hmm. as pastors, you know, mm-hmm. in whatever it is, it's just there, there's, you know, it, the, 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 the momentum is in the modeling. I just mm-hmm. believe with all my heart at, at every right. at a church.
0: Yeah. Love it. This has been so good. Do you know, I really appreciate you uh, being here today. This has been like i I've got a pages of notes here, stuff I've been thinking about chewing on as we've been talking. Uh, is there anything else you'd love to share just as we're kind of closing out the episode, anything else you'd love to share with us today as we close out?
2: I appreciate you doing this cuz I think it's important that and it, you know the information world right now is is just it, it is on blast mm-hmm. and there is so many things that uh, can can just bum you out and there's things that can <laughs> you know set you off and so the more positive the more empowering the more equipping mm-hmm. we need to be able to get up in the morning and have a good outlook get up in the mm-hmm. morning and have a a good perspective. The church has been around for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. the
2: one who started all this, our savior, he's mm-hmm. okay. And mm-hmm. we're going to be okay. We mm-hmm. always get better, mm-hmm. always improve, always lean in better. But man, this God is doing great things. I, I'm i a, I'm a person that just believes that God is at work in mm-hmm. Northern Africa. God mm-hmm. is at work in the Amazon. God is at work in Siberia. God is at work in downtown Chicago. There Mm -hmm. are people who love God that are doing great things everywhere. And I just like focusing on those things.
0: Love it. So good. Uh, One of the things I love about ARC is you guys just produce so many and such great resources. And over the years, I've Pointed a lot of leaders, church planters and otherwise, towards the stuff that you produce because it's just so helpful and you're so generous with it. It's just like, hey, here it is, you know, take it. W- where do we want to send people online if they want to connect with ARC or are there kind of specific? We've talked about serve day stuff today. Is there places we want to mm-hmm. send them for more information on that? What, what does that look like?
2: For all things ARC, it would be arcchurches.com.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: hey, I want to plant a church. Hey, I'd love to. You know, uh, I love to be trained. I I would love to connect Mm -hmm. with some other leaders in my community. You know, Mm -hmm. so archurches.com. And then for serve-related outreach, there's two. There's serveday.com, which -hmm. gives a lot of different resources. It's a free platform. You also can download literally a serve app that if Mm -hmm. you're a church leader and you're trying to figure out how to do an outreach, the serve app can serve that. And then there's servolution.org which mm-hmm. is great resources. There's in, in, in those two sites, there's probably 500 ideas. Yeah, on outreach. So true. So plenty true. of outreaches. And then, you know, there's, mm-hmm. of course, there's, there's Instagram and other platforms. But I would say those mm-hmm. three things are the main things.
0: Love it. And we'll we'll link to all those in our show notes, friends. So you don't need to go dig around for those. So you, <laughs> you can see they'll be right there. Uh, I would encourage you, you know, this has been just so fantastic to Dino today. I really appreciate you being on. Uh, thanks for, for being here today. I appreciate it.
2: Hey, thank you, Rich. I always enjoy talking to you and always enjoy seeing you.
0: Thanks, man. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the
1: Unseminary podcast. Drop by Unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash Unseminary.